0: Boo! Hello, all my 1-2 reviewers. Welcome to another spooky week of 1-2 Review. This is episode 17, the Halloween party. And uh, if you didn't know, 1-2 Review is a podcast where we rate and review movies. One, if we didn't like them. Two, if we did. And I do it with my buddies Brandon and Alex. I don't know where they are. Where are you guys?
1: Boo! I'm right here. I'm Alex. Oh, hey, I'm behind you. Oh. I'm Brandon. It's scary. Scary. <laughs> Uh, all right, that's all the scares we got for you guys this week. That's
2: ooh. it. Yeah, actually not a scary episode at all, but we'll get into that later. Kick the intro. Let's kick the intro. Let's review a movie. Yeah. <laughs> he said the wrong thing, Alex. <laughs> that's what Alex... All right. Oh. One. Two, two. Two.
0: Oh! We love right. that intro. All
1: right, ladies and gentlemen, the first film that we are going to review this week is a film called Stiff. In this film, a woman named Carol dies, and then she can't move. She's still alive, kind of. Her consciousness is there, but she can't move. She's stuck in her body. The way she dies is a car wreck. She's taken to the hospital. They operate on her. They can't save her. She's conscious the whole time. They put her in a body bag. She's conscious the whole time. It's a frightening, frightening film. Uh, It made me uncomfortable. What did you guys think of Stiff?
2: This movie was terrifying. I had suffered from
1: sleep paralysis
2: do you guys know where like you're half awake half asleep and you can't move but you're like trapped in your body this movie was that for you know an extended period of time it was it was like a nightmare for me i I had flashbacks and i don't know truly terrifying for me on my on, on my like core level yeah absolutely i think i
0: think a lot of people experience that sleep paralysis till they realize it's a dream so I think, Brandon, what you're actually experiencing is called a dream. Yeah.
2: <laughs> no, not at all. You can open your eyes, and you can like see what's going on. Maybe some like hallucinations out of like the corner of your eyes, and you you can see you're in your body. You just can't. Absolutely. Move. You, you know what? Let me ask you a question
0: about this sleep paralysis Please. that you experience.
2: Eventually, do you wake up? I will like struggle to like yell or move, and then sure. I will like wake up. Okay. Yeah. So there is a waking up a element
0: time. to the sleep paralysis. So what we call that more
2: of a snapping what out. We of call it that element. is
0: sleep with a dream, and what we call the ending of the paralysis, waking up.
2: So just think of it that way. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> cool. <laughs> it's all easy now. Now it's now it's fine. <laughs> Thanks. Wow, I would have paid a lot of money for that. There oh. you go. Doctor, Fix com. That <laughs> All
1: right, guys. So. <laughs> well, Back to the film. Uh, what do you guys think? It's. Uh, I would say there's there's a lot of elements that we can talk about. It's it's a pretty stationary camera. Someone would say it was e- easily shot and low budget, and uh, they'd be right. This was shot only on two thousand dollars. They shot this film on $2,000 thousand dollars which is insane the actress carol did it for free but if you really think about it there isn't really even an actress named carol except for kind of her body you get to see kind of the the camera pan down but you don't really get to much acting from her it's mostly the doctors and then uh, kind of a lot of a lot of dead time as well a lot of time to sit in the film
0: well in a way i'm gonna spoil my own review right here and just let people know go out and see this it's all in the writing you see i don't know through $2,000 worth of set camera shots of lighting. So you're not seeing a whole lot in this movie. It's all in the writing and it's all in Carol's head. So, I mean, I guess I can kind of spoil it in that you're listening to Carol's thoughts and you're kind of looking at a hospital light for a lot of the movie.
2: Yeah. I don't know. I don't have to spoil my review. Don't see this movie. It was terrifying. I know it's Halloween. Everyone wants to get their rocks off and see this movie. While well, we're spoiling our reviews, while we're at it, <laughs> I'm just gonna flat out tell you my review. One point.
1: <laughs> All right. Cool. All right. I'll get to it. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna give it one as well. It's a terrifying film, but it's it is as you know, it's as though you yourself are paralyzed in this one camera shot the whole time, and it, it's it's too stagnant for me. The writing is interesting, you know, but not enough. One point.
0: I don't know. Didn't you guys like the outhouse? I
1: did. I liked The Outhouse. That had way more going. A lot more it. twists and stuff in it. This really doesn't, spoiler alert, Spoiler. have any twists. I don't know.
0: I don't know if you guys should...
2: Less fecal matter, which is a plus, but different <laughs> I movies. guess
0: we were watching different movies. I thought Carol had very normal bowel mov- movements for a stiff, I don't know. One scene, one point, scene. Okay, so... Um, I mean, they kept feeding her. Anyway, so yeah... I guess I'm all on my own here with the two points. I liked it. Cool. All right, four
2: points. It's your party, man. Okay, let's talk about how we're going to be keeping score. How, wait, that's four points. Four, yeah, four, yeah. Four points. Sorry. So yeah, let's talk about
0: how we're keeping score this week, Luke. Yeah, no apologies needed, Alex. Um, this week we are we're throwing out some free ideas, basically a lot of people will pay for this on holoideas.com, they'll go down to Spirit Halloween Stores, and they'll have to pay a costume mirror or a costume professional for these ideas, and we'll just give you them free. Uh, so we'll throw out an easy quick Halloween idea, because I know you guys are running out of uh, time to celebrate the holiday season, and these are ideas that most people can whip up at home in just moments. Um, Alex, you want to throw a couple of
2: easy let's let's preface some of these are conceptual some of these are like physical things you might have to purchase some most of them are around the house some of them are a combination of both some of them are just like an idea but something you can r- really run with i think and make your own
0: right the the yeah. real core of these ideas is that you can whip them whip them up at the last second
1: and you don't need any right. money whip and
2: dip right before whip the party and dip,
1: ready to roll all right, so, yeah, first one is uh, uh, number one is a Secret Hillbilly, and this is super easy. This is you just dress normal, but you affect a, a slight hillbilly accent that you try, try to hide, and uh, that's about it. You're just a hillbilly who's to trying, to, trying to blend in. Just kind of an act. Right? It's kind of an act. Brandon, you've
0: got one, since you gave Stiff a one.
2: This one I might be going as for Halloween. Haven't quite decided yet, but um, Hider from Hide and Seek. Um, this one you kind of, you know, stalk around in the shadows a little bit going up to people asking if they're it at the party Pretty low-key. I'm into that Nice.
0: Um, I like that idea. I've got two for you guys since I gave Stiff two points. I've got the upside down. Everyone knows stranger things This is the upside down. You're going as uh, the other side and you're just it's a black sheet and then you just rub cherries on your teeth And then my, because people lift up the sheet and they get scared. And then the other one is Jelly Man, and it's kind of a character I created. And you just, all you, all it takes is some pineapple preserves, and you just rub those all over your teeth throughout the night. And people are spooked by your teeth
1: when you show them. Yeah, nice, good. So that's sounds four super easy costume ideas right there. Nice.
0: All right, let's kick to a sponsor, and we'll get back to some more reviews in a second. Go. Dutch Galloway God deserves a leader with more experience than the mortal boy Daniel Faber. Delcron the Eternal has over ten thousand years of experience. Delcron the Emissary of Pain has served on hundreds of councils and led countless armies of the depraved. Delcron, Keeper of a Thousand Souls, is a natural leader and one that the students and faculty of Calloway High can be proud of. Vote Delcron this Tuesday, a leader with experience. Okay.
2: Okay, this week, uh, gentlemen, another movie I'm excited about. I roped you guys into this. I hope you're excited to review it. I am. This movie is called My Fifteen Dads. Let me read you the pitch here. Tony thought he was normal until on his seventh birthday he found out about the sperm bait accident that left him with 15 dads not your normal comedy something I've never seen before they all have their own unique personalities you know they all want to be his best dad so they're competing for that golden mug what did you guys think of this film
1: it's great it's pretty great you know uh it's not a movie i would normally gravitate towards but i did enjoy it it's it's pretty wacky it's a great cast too a lot of good actors in there i really enjoyed michael harris james basham uh, steve colt is in there tons of tons of great folks gerard de i liked him as the grandpa he's pretty incredible that was a surprise to be fair, one of the grandpas because not only do you get 15 dads in this but you get 30 grandpas 30 grandmas this thing is jam-packed. the extended
2: family is insane this is not just a tree a family tree this is a family forest and
1: spoiler alert it ends with the biggest most CG'd Christmas Thanksgiving multi they celebrate the whole time from from Thanksgiving to Christmas they do this giant celebration all these families they rent out this whole entire field in uh, Kentucky It's a, it's a lot of family
0: yeah, this is definitely a, a family-centric film, with sort of that thematic, um, teachy feel. But it was genuine. You know what I mean? Like at the end, when they do have that CGI shot of the thousands of celebrities, Tony Danza, all the different, all the different people throughout television and movie history that have played dads and grandpas and grandmas, all making their way into that final shot. Sort of reminding us that family is number one. A little ahead of the season because this is a Christmas movie, but um, uh, a lot of fun. I did find, you know, and a lot of times when we review these movies, I think maybe we're too attentive because that the sperm bake montage seemed a little gross and a little out of place when the dads are describing the story of the sperm bake mishap. Uh. Do you guys even want to talk about this? Because I mean, it's 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 standard business at the sperm bank, but the
2: mix-up happens behind the counter. All right. Essentially, fifteen sperms get seminated into one egg. Yeah.
0: And uh, all because of a disgruntled employee, and she starts just uh, going willy nilly. Now, it's scientifically, it's not gross, but. In practice, it's a gross thing when you start opening containers and mixing them, throwing throwing them at your, you know, coworkers and and that kind of stuff. I don't know if it was really a family, but then again, it's 2017. You can't really say what should go in and what shouldn't go in a movie anymore. I mean, this is G-rated, so if it, I don't know. It just felt kind of crazy to be dealing with those kind of
2: taboo fluids in that way. But that wouldn't really happen though, right? Like if fifteen sperms go into one egg. What would happen? I think the, the one might the live egg nah.
0: cell changes once a sperm enters it and it can't. But I guess, I don't know, maybe it does happen. Sounds like a mess. I don't even know.
1: <clears throat>
0: anyway, really good-looking kid, you know, comes out and I think they cast him perfectly.
1: He yeah, he's got cuz his dads are multiple ethnicities and yeah. so he they found this boy that is pretty much a perfect blend of Everyone on the planet, he's kind of the the boy, you know, that you would not your average boy, but the he's average like, boy. Tech, he's like the mean boy.
2: <laughs> the like mean the boy, yeah. Sense.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Which was great because they opened up all the jokes on the redhead dad, you know, you're definitely not part of this or you know, that you're definitely got the odd side out and yeah, until, yeah. The
1: redheaded stepdad.
0: Until they find out, you know, the foot size of I don't want to I don't want to be too gross about this but they find out that the the redhead dad is is packing he's packing and the kid's packing too
1: for a seven year old yeah he's
2: got he's load he
0: has got a lot to a lot of
1: love to give so to speak
2: well speaking of a lot of love to give do you guys want to wrap this up and review this one yeah
1: yeah let's review this one uh i give my 15 dads a a, a one actually it's it's you know just a lot of dads a lot of dads <laughs> too many dads. It was too many dads for me. Too many characters to keep track of. One.
0: Uh, yeah. I mean, characters came in and out of the movie. They didn't, there weren't really important roles. I guess in a lot of ways, sort of resembling the way that the 15 dads were part of this kid's life. Ultimately, he was adopted and had his real family at the end of the day. So I sort of just chalked it up to that. And it was nice to see a family film. But at the same time, I think there were a few odd scenes and a few odd uh, points of attention that really didn't belong there, like the sperm bake scene and and the the kid's dick and so on. So I give it one point.
2: Okay, I'm going to be the odd man out this time. I'm going to give this movie two points. I thought it was like an uplifting family film with like literally a bunch of families. So what could be more uplifting than that? You know. Exactly. Nothing. So for me, two points.
1: All right, four points four for my four 15 points. dads.
0: All right, Brandon, so you thought so highly of this film. Do you want to give us your first two
2: costume ideas? This one may not be appropriate if you're an adult, but Freck from the new Freckle Um I, I bet a lot of people are going to be other characters from that movie, but I think Freck would be a good kind of middle, easy to pull off. Not a lot of other Frecks yeah, out sort there. Sort of
0: secondary character, I guess
2: yeah right easy recognizable but you're not gonna
0: be bumping into another freck at the party most likely i don't know sometimes these things back i just
2: got a uh, i got a text from a friend uh Lindsay, who recommended this one this one is a rock and roll banana it's basically you just go dressed as a kind of average banana you wear you wear like a leather jacket and some sunglasses so it's
1: pretty cool it's pretty good uh, I got one here. This is uh, this one's pretty eye-rolly. You're going to get a lot of eye rolls all night. This is the uh, ham sandwich. You're going to glue some bread to your shoes and then put a piece of bread on your head, and you're going to tell kind of bad uh, hammy jokes all night, and uh, you're going to get a lot of eye rolls. Ham sandwich. Nice. Um, this
0: one is Mr. Money. It's a character I kind of created in my own head, and... All it is is you just take some dimes, you polish them up with a little baking soda, and you glue them to your teeth. And it's a it's a real surprise when you start talking to people. Mr. Money, try it. It's cheap, too, it costs like $2. That's it, that's my movie idea. All right, um, let's pay some bills and then get back to another movie review.
2: Pull the lever, Alex. <sighs> Thanks. Text reader 5,000. This handy 5x5 cube will sit atop any book and read it out loud in your own voice. Like a good friend, our new constant recording technology remembers everything it hears and creates a custom sample library to pull from. Soon, the text reader will have an entire vocabulary worth of words in your own voice. Text reader permanently secures your voice in Spisvault's new red cloud technology.
1: Order now and receive a free copy of Michael Grimlaw's first novel, Almost Midnight.
0: Oh my gosh. Text reader five thousand. I love that thing man. It helps me sleep, honestly. I set that on books and it helps me put
2: me to sleep. Yeah, I got some weird words though when I was sleeping the other day. I must have been saying some stuff in my sleep. I got the it was trying to read a book to me, and some of the words it was spitting out were like really mumbled and it was kind of spooky. That's nonsense. That's nonsense. No, I think I must have been saying something when I was sleeping. I don't know.
0: I don't know. Part of your nightmares, part of your night terrors, whatever. Night paralysis. Going on there.
2: My dreams. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Night paralysis. <laughs> so anyway, let's
0: keep this going. It's gonna happen uh, to Alex, you, Luke tonight. Ale- okay. Yeah, I know. It's called sleep. That's what <laughs> that's what
1: night paralysis is. All right, guys. Ready for a film? absolutely all right let's review this one we all saw this one i hope i know i did this one is called blood crotch the tagline is uh the dick eater is back and what that means is uh the dick eater is a uh he's a demon character from a series of old uh they're called the dick eater series it's a demon that eats private parts. It's a part of a whole coxploitation movement that started in the 1970s. Uh, there was a couple uh, dick eater films then, and this is kind of a reboot called, yeah, again, Blood Crotch. So it's uh, it's pretty risque. It's pretty bloody. And uh, I will say it's pretty fun. I enjoyed it. But uh, what do you guys think of Blood Crotch?
0: Wow. Uh, I love monster movies. And this one is... I don't know. I guess for a man, because the, the dick eater obviously doesn't go after women. Nope. You know what he likes to eat. It's in his name. And Teeth. Did you guys see that movie?
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah. That yes. Guy, the vagina with teeth.
0: Yeah, yeah. The, the vagina with teeth. Even though that movie was a comeuppance tale and getting back at, at rapey guys uh that was still it's just still hard for me to see a man robbed of his manhood on on film it's just a it's just a horrible thing to watch you get a
1: lot of them in this too you get a six seven eight i think something like that it's quite a few
2: yeah that being said it's still a lot of fun because hey it's not me you know that's not my dong on there on the screen And it's it's funny. It's not like graphic, real, or anything. I mean, they kind of play up the nostalgia from the older movies. You know, it's been a while. So, they're kind of like revitalizing the spirit of those old cox films. Have you guys seen any other of those films? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Beach Balls. Um,
0: Beach Balls, Black Mambo. The Cockler, I liked. The Cockler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he uh genitalia, it's a pool cue. Yep. He's a hustler with it. Yeah. Great movies. All good movies. And this just follows that trend. A great genre that is kind of a lost genre, but yeah, hilarious.
2: Well, hopefully it's not lost for long. I think they're going to bring this back. Hopefully this does well. I didn't see the 3D version. I hear it's making some people sick. Um, I I didn't
1: want to experience that. You guys just saw the standard 2D? Uh, No, no. I went and saw the 3D, but I paid a little bit extra. Yeah, me and Alex Alex
0: sprung for the, no pun intended, for the 3D version and uh yeah it was it was rough i
2: had to take off the glasses from time to time yeah but then you're seeing like, There's like two dicks being cut off and eaten it's all blurry you know that's not how
1: glasses work anymore
0: i mean you kind of you've
1: got a red dick and a blue dick and then they come together for a 3d one <laughs> that's how all do. 3d things are made don't you it's know? a I little blurry without the glasses yeah um Anywho, do you guys already review this thing? You got anything else to say about Blood Crotch? I mean, it's pretty yeah. straightforward. Man, it was yeah, fun. Definitely.
0: Yeah, it was It was actually a lot of fun. And here's the weird thing I don't recommend movies for dates because you're just sitting, you're not interacting with somebody. But this one seems like it would be because I took Alex, uh, he was my date, I guess, where roommates, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, I don't have any kind of like uh, romantic interest, but I thought. This would be a great movie to take a girl on. Yeah, you can casually mm-hmm. talk because, about your dingus. Yeah, it brings up the dingus, it belittles the dingus, and it makes
2: it uh, normalizes the dingus. You can talk about it the does. dingus. that's important? It does on a first date. That's important.
1: It's very important. So, I, guys, can we can we not call it a dingus? Can we call it a cock? Come on.
2: Sure. Cocks. Sure. I mean, but that's what you like. That's what your that's your preferred vocab vernacular.
0: Yeah, if you want to call it a cockle bingus, then we can call it that. It's a great movie to take a chick out on. and Or anybody. It's a great date movie. Gets the sex part out of the way. And in a weird kind of violent way. Which is a lot of fun. Um, I give it a two.
1: Alex. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna give Blood Crotch a, a solid too. I love uh, creature features. I think the character design on the Dick Eater is awesome. Uh, I like the scares in it. I like the bathroom scene. So yeah, I'm totally into this film. Two points for Blood Crotch.
2: Oh
0: yeah, the big sucking lips they give it. Oh yeah, that was Horrible. really
2: insane. Yeah. Two points for me. Uh, this was a nostalgic romp. Uh, kind of weird to admit it, but yeah, throughout my childhood, I watched a lot of these cock exploitation uh, films. So. For me, it was oddly nostalgic, and I really enjoyed it. So,
0: two points. All right, that's six points for
1: Blood Crotch.
0: Six points. Um, Alex, you want to share some of your costume ideas?
1: Yep, yep. So this one's super easy. This one's just shave off all your hair and go skin creature. And then I guess since I gave it two points, I'll give it you guys another one here also super easy this is a uh, pre-zombie so you just you just dress like a person that is going to be attacked by a zombie later so basically just yourself uh yeah
0: do you guys remember Easier. when i when i went as skin creature
1: yeah yeah it was, uh, disgusting. when i was
0: like 24 yeah i was extremely desperate i had zero money and it was the worst costume i ever did because you have to live with that and you know yeah. what yeah you are a skin creature
1: it's not a costume you become one
0: yeah i know i got fired and i was a janitor so it's crazy to be fired as a janitor because they really need people
2: they don't need skin creatures though that's for sure
1: all right well brandon what do you got two points oh yeah well
2: let's see i got uh a printer maybe i was thinking you can maybe make some like printer noises and uh run out of ink occasionally have to refill with a beer and you could like spit out uh paper behind you as you walk around i don't know
0: easy people would be smacking you with the back of their hand all the time like yeah you that. could
2: break down you could you know disconnect from the network occasionally whatever you want to do you know what and that's the thing that i want to tell our listeners is that you make
0: these ideas yours you know so these are the jam, seeds we're
2: giving you you, you could, plant them
0: yeah you could you could like for instance I just thought you could jam some paper down in the back of your pants hold on guys oh paper jam. jam oh my god brilliant
2: <laughs> so many jokes right
0: yeah so many uh, and everyone's got an old printer in their closet I think I've got three
2: there you go um you could also go as our co-host Alex I was thinking you could just walk around with a shirt that says I love Guy Fieri he's my fave I know you love him so
1: oh I hate that guy
0: those are my two. I do not. Uh, okay, so I came up with two really awesome ideas. First one is barf breath. And this is very, very cheap. You just eat garlic and onions before you go out and green food dye. And you rub that on your teeth. And the big payoff is when you start talking. The other one is called empty mouth. And this one's free again. It's the monster empty mouth. You color your tongue black. You can use whatever you want. Squid ink, pen from an ink or uh, ink from a pen, uh, Sharpie. And then you just cover your teeth in, I was thinking like the material from a a trash bag or from black construction paper. And so, yeah, once people see you start talking, they'd say, oh my God, he doesn't have a mouth. It's crazy.
1: It's
2: totally empty in there. Do you see that?
1: Yes. Those are good costumes. Those are so easy. All these are so easy to do. So, don't be that you know, you guy last excuses. minute
2: who's like, oh, I get, I got to go to this party. I don't have anything to wear and not wear anything. That's stupid. Take one of these.
0: Yeah, you start tuning on these ideas now, and you'll have all the add-ins, like the printer, the jam paper, the smack here thing on the printer, and, and just you can just start adding on it. And the more layers that your really cheap costume has, the more fun it is for the party.
2: right? Interactable is important. Definitely. Definitely. Shareable. You know, on Instagram, yeah. you want people to take pictures of you. Maybe include your hashtag on your uh, costume. Who knows? Just saying. Sure. Yeah, Shock by you. Hashtag empty mouth on the back <sighs> there. That'd be great. I'm going to start that hashtag right now on our Patreon.
0: All right, let's kick a sponsor, and then we'll get back to another movie, guys. We need yeah. to.
1: We need to. Vampire Blood Services is a mobile blood donation vehicle that will come to your home and draw blood from the comfort of your own couch. Want to donate blood but find it hard to commit to driving down to the blood bank? Invite us into your home. Vampires. It's just a name. In fact, we should change it.
0: I haven't kicked off any movies and I want to kick off a goddamn movie.
1: Please All do right. it. Well, now they that you're asking me to,
0: I don't really want to anymore, but I'll do it for the ladies.
2: Love the ladies.
0: All right, ladies. This movie's called Headlights. A man is cursed by a dying deer that he hits with his car. The curse, he slowly turns into a deer. <laughs> Payback, right?
2: Brandon, first impressions on this movie? Uh, thriller? Uh, Quiet. Oddly quiet in the theater. Um, Entertaining. Your first impressions, Luke?
0: Yeah. Oddly quiet. And most of this movie, spoiler, is this man trying to find his way back through the forest. Instead of following the road, his deer instincts kick in, I'm guessing, from the context of the movie. And he starts to find his way, try to find his way home to the forest. So there's just a lot of breathing, a lot of rustling of leaves, and uh, this is terrifying.
1: To I watch love this, this. Guy's
0: transformation.
1: I I love this film. Um, I loved it so much. I I think. I mean, it just leaves you at the end when he he finally gets to his home and he looks at it and then there's that moment that all of a sudden he's a deer and it's not his home and he doesn't want to be there. He doesn't even know why he's there and he just walks away. He makes it, I mean, spoiler alert, he turns into a deer by the end of the film. And I wonder if he was a deer the whole time, Um, you know, and there's all kinds of allusions to the deer wreck was, I, I think that that was actually the deer that he becomes partner and he as the deer is seeing the car wreck from the perspective of the man. And I don't know, I went into a deep hole with this film, but I found it fascinating. I loved it so much.
0: Yeah. It's kind of hard to tell the way it's shot from a lot of first person's perspective, first person perspective. Um, And watching this guy's transformation, you, you kind of wonder if maybe when, he strikes the deer with his car. If maybe his soul went into the deer,
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and the re- deer maybe didn't die, yeah, or whatever. Mm. Well,
0: sort of like like pool balls, right? Like one ball mm-hmm. s- stops and continues the life, and then the the other spirit goes on into the uh, the other oh, world. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. Wait, so you think the deer spirit went into the dead guy? No, the well, no, the deer spirit goes to heaven. Oh, okay. he gets like it out. should. And then he gets knocked into the deer and the deer comes back to life with a deadly strike. Yeah,
1: I'd buy that too. I mean, there was... I felt like the film did a very good job about leaving a lot of interpretation, but I think sometimes films uh, will leave you a lot of interpretation because they don't actually know the answer. But I'm certain that the, the filmmaker, God, what was his name? Brandon Lyons. I think that guy... I haven't seen any of his other films, but I think he knows what he was doing. I think he wrote it as well. And so I think he... I don't know. I felt I felt like the openness of the film was was empowering to the audience to let us interpret something, but that there was a message under there.
2: Yeah, it was beautiful. I mean, the there was a few comedic moments in the middle when he's like transitioning the in between phase where he's not fully deer. Um, his revenge and the hunters in the forest that was pretty funny, I thought. Mm-hmm.
1: But mm-hmm.
2: mostly, it was kind of just a beautiful tale, and you know, kind of half and half. And at, by the end, you realize. He's no longer a human, yeah. And as you said, that's not his home anymore. And where he's been trying to escape the, you know, second half of the film, the forest, it actually is his home.
1: Yeah, and there's something about, you know, if it is as simple as that he did take the life and then he becomes the deer, it is beautiful that that deer is returned to the forest at the end. The forest is not at a loss for a deer. The only thing the forest has lost at that point is is a man, you know, a drunk man, basically a drunk driver man is gone from the world, but the deer that he took has been replaced. So I don't know. I think that's something that we can all strive to do as well as like replace whatever deers that we've crushed, so to speak, in our lives, you know, relationships you've broken. Is there a way that you can repair not that relationship, but bring that love back in some way to the world? So there's something about recycling that I appreciate about this film.
0: Definitely. And I think that's what Halloween is kind of all about replacing the candy that you stole from your neighbors replacing the toilet paper that you threw up in your neighbors
2: mm-hmm. the up and down of the bobbing Trees. For apples,
1: you know or recycling your money no. into a mr money costume like taking things that you already have and reapplying them and
0: yeah i think no, there's a lot to be no more just oh. more just giving candy away
1: all right well eating candy way. too
0: giving back oh yeah yeah, yeah. wait so what uh What's your favorite candy, Brandon? You like
2: chocolate? You like chewy? No, you like fruity? Like, you like crunchy? I'll tell you what I like. Uh, those bottle caps. Those are Ooh. basically like pure sugar tablets, but man, those get me amped up for like 15 minutes. The ones that like, taste like root beer? Those are my favorite. Yeah.
0: Do you like Coke? Coke bottle gummies. Yeah, those are also a favorite. I like those too. Recently, and I get them like once every two years.
2: Recently turned on to the Twin Snakes Haribo where it's like two snakes intertwined or one sweet and one sour. Those are good. Twin Snakes. Alex, how hey, about you? Favorite candy?
1: Oh, uh, oh, I mean I like a Swedish fish. I like a Sour Patch Kid. I used to like a Necco wafer a lot. That's a pull. That's an old one.
0: <laughs> that's the worst
1: candy lick i really like almost all the candy i don't Necco like the Wafer? peanut butter mary jane thing
0: no way and, that's awesome too chewy. and i
1: i hate the black and orange uh ambiguous candies that are twists do you know what i'm talking about
2: yeah i know what luke's peanut butter is mega sour warheads Oh my god. Just kidding. Remember how sour those were? Yeah. What is your favorite, Luke? Um,
0: I like a Hershey, I like an almond Hershey. So classic, so vanilla. Twix and Kit Kat. And you know what, honestly, I mm. prefer the small Kit Kats to the big Kit Kats. Because mm. a small Kit Kat, you don't feel guilty about biting it in half, biting across the two crackable <laughs> pieces.
2: Mm-hmm. It feels fine. Yeah, I guess we should specify Halloween candy is typically a lot smaller and proportioned. It's almost not worth yeah. the effort to open a lot of the packaging on a Halloween <laughs> Very candy. Very important. Are you serious? Very you just eat through the packaging? I just don't eat it. It's just, I just...
1: Hey, guys. Hey, we're here to review movies. Let's review this thing. We're getting too far away. I'm pulling it back. Let's review Headlights. I'm giving it a solid two. I thought it was an amazing film that made me think, and that is a film that is rare these days. Too. Um
0: i got mixed feelings I feel like maybe they cheaped out on not having music and just putting in a bunch of foley work and breathing but then again that same scene at the end would have been terrible with music where daddy comes home and he sees his seven year old daughter standing there on the porch they've been looking for him all night and she says look mommy a deer and he's he's dumbfounded. And he realizes that he's not daddy anymore. And he goes back in the forest. Scene did the la- that scene did last a little long for twelve minutes of just looking back and forth, but I'm uh, strange I think watchable. he was trying
2: to cry. I don't I just don't know if deers can cry. I think he was like trying to figure out deer emotions They
0: cannot. They cannot. Yeah. They cannot. Bambi they added that. So um I give this movie a two a solid two. For its effort, me being a music guy would love to have seen the integration of some orchestral work, but other than that, I think um,
2: I think this movie works. Yep. So it gets two points. For me, this is a beautiful film. I <clears throat> was moved quietly and profoundly. I think, you know, as Alex said, we all have our dears and we all need to um, become something. Maybe not cursed by something, but Um, okay, so for me, two points.
1: All right, that's six points for Headlight. Six Six points. points. That's that,
2: 18 points, guys. Just so you know. 18 points. Also, Luke, just so you know, reading the sleep paralysis uh, Wikipedia here, it is real. It's not dreaming. I can send you the link, but it's definitely different than dreaming. I can confirm that. Fair enough.
1: All right, well, let's uh, deliver these points. We can get into sleep paralysis later. I mean... I mean, yeah, maybe watch the film again, Luke. Maybe you didn't get it. What are you talking about? Maybe you got to watch Stiff again. No, Stiff. Maybe you didn't understand what Brand's going through enough and you need to watch that film again. to really appreciate it.
0: Oh. No, I've experienced that. I just don't call it anything, and then I just move on and live my life after I wake up.
2: Listen, this hasn't happened to me in a long time. Just saying, okay?
0: (laughs) That's all it is that's all it is for anyone it's just saying because once right. you're up hey. and you're out and about you're not experiencing it
2: let's wake up out of the stream nightmare how many costumes do we have to throw at our lovely six audience? costumes six six who's up, all right. who's up first all
1: right i'll go first so uh, my first costume in this little batch is the uh rapidly aging body uh, so this is just you are yourself at whatever age you are physically but you just act younger and you pretend that you were a kid this morning and now your body is this old it's pretty great, pretty easy it's a lot of acting the next one I've got for you guys is the plastic surgeon this is nice and easy, you just get a, a knife and a plastic bottle and then just cut up a plastic bottle around, do some surgery to it it's plastic surgery plastic Oof. surgeon
2: enjoyable easy too
1: It's one of those easy. bad puns yep
0: that somehow that guy gets laid at the end of the night too oh yeah telling
2: totally me everybody gets laid <laughs> all right uh,
0: I came up with some original ideas my first one is the lego eater and I actually found out at a young age that you could hollow out legos and stick them on your teeth and what you do is you take legos and you fill your mouth with legos and the big surprise is when you open up your mouth to start talking to people. The other one that I created is Lil Miss Kisses. Now this works for either men or women, as we all know, on Halloween, you can dress up as any gender you want. Uh, Lil Miss Kisses, there's two parts to this gag. You got to be eating chocolate all night, you know, Hershey Kisses. And then the other part is you just to load up your lips with really bright red lipstick and you give out kisses. And the the scary part is when you open your mouth and everyone sees how much chocolate you've been eating. So those are two really easy ones to do from me. Brandon,
2: what else do we have here? We have, uh, let me throw this one at you. Hot rock. This is like, uh, everyone's got like a hot something or sexy something. This is like a hot rock. It's basically just like an average kind of stone outfit you can buy on almost any store and you just put on some stockings. Um, Other than that, I got Emo Elmo. It's like Elmo from Sesame Street, but uh, he's just not happy at all. He's no more tickling, please.
0: Oh, yeah, you could dye your hair red and comb it in an emo haircut? Easy, yeah. Easy. Now, you said the Miss Rock, you have to go buy a stone outfit? (laughs) Yeah, but you can get those anywhere nowadays.
1: Everywhere. They got them at the gas station. Why wouldn't you
0: just get some stones and glue them on your shirt?
1: It's cheaper to buy a stone it's, costume it's, from a gas point, station. Yeah, it's cheaper. Especially
2: this season, uh-huh. it's like stone costume season.
1: It's hard to find rocks outside right now, too.
2: You're in California. Aren't you in that rock drought?
1: <laughs> no,
2: dude, we have rocks everywhere. What are you talking about? <laughs> I was reading about it online. Must be somewhere else.
0: Yeah, well, in California, we invented uh, soft rock and we invented butt rock. So suck on that.
2: Will do. Hey, let's get to a sponsor. Sponsor. While I'm sucking on that, let's get here from a sponsor. Hey, let's face it, robots are our future. How do you think they're going to treat us after they take over? Kindly? Hmm. Yeah, I don't think so. Listen, that's where we come in. Here at bud.ie, we can provide you with a certified degree in advanced robot hospitality. Learn how to do it right and learn how to do it fast. 12 classes in 12 years, just in time for the technological singularity. See you online, for your sake, bud.ie. Wow, I'm kind of tripped out about that singularity coming our way. It's scheduled now, it's on the calendars, so... We, all Google we can do is prepare it.
0: right now. Yeah, it's permanent part of all Google calendars. And the crazy thing is that the programmers over at Google didn't <laughs> put it on there.
2: I think. I think they are... A singularity, I think
0: they're the robots. Um, just saying, I think this is the yeah, this is the point where Brandon would or Alex would try to keep us in check and say, Let's review a
1: movie. So, is not so, just let's seeing if you'd figure it out. <laughs>
2: <laughs> let's do that.
1: We let's can say. talk about the sponsors all day, but they didn't come here for that, they came here for movie reviews.
2: Well, thanks, Alex. You're right.
1: Yeah, thank you, Alex. We,
2: su- we saw um, the blood door. Okay, so this movie, we uh, we all had to watch separately. We couldn't watch it all at the same time. Our schedules wouldn't sync up last week. It was kind of hectic, so we had to watch this separately. All in different, varying conditions. And I think that's going to affect how our reviews came out. Okay, so The Blood Door uh, was an interesting film. It's about South Carolina. These people discover like a creepy door in this library that when you open it, you basically get to live out some of your wildest fantasies. You know, choose your own fantasy style. There are some consequences Consequences for these fantasies, as we'll find out, also as the name implies. Uh, but what did you guys think about this before we go too deep? Well, Brandon, as you know, me and Alex are here in LA. I was invited, I don't know
0: what happened to your invite, Alex, to the movie premiere. And it was a fucking blast. It was the best party that I've been to in a long time. Uh, Gloria O'Toole kind of went off her rocker. One of the leads in this film went off her rocker. I think guess she was on drugs or something at the the showing, and she sort of, I don't know, she enhanced it, but also ruined the movie in a lot of ways and was hamming it up, running up and down the aisles. Eventually, security had to gather her and put her, I don't know where they put her in, an Uber or something, got her out of the movie. But by the time she was gone, there was 20 minutes left, so I kind of missed a lot of it um but overall i would say it was fucking hilarious uh
1: i i had horrible strep throat last week and i got a download copy of this and i watched it i mean it wasn't i had also some sort of fever or something and i was in a bad way so i was in and out of this movie i ended up trying to watch it three times uh, yeah i'd like catch the beginning of it i'd wake up in the middle uh, so i it was weird for me it was a trip it was unsettling i didn't i didn't enjoy it i felt like i had opened up a blood door but instead of my fantasies it was a nightmare i i don't i didn't, I didn't like this experience for me brandon
2: yeah um i so i was walking down the street getting some uh food I see one of the uh, DVD like vendors, you know, they kind of unwrap their blankets in front of a uh, block or corners. You know, they unwrap these blankets. They set all these bootleg DVDs out there. That's where I got my copy from. Um, a little embarrassing, but the film that I saw was kind of like a found footage, Blair Witchy kind of vibe. I did some research afterwards. It turned out it was just like a cammed version that I saw. So I kind of th- was thinking it was a different film, Uh So, I don't know, definitely affected how I saw the film.
0: This movie, uh, it needs to be watched in its purest form. At a movie premiere, red carpet, the best snacks, handmade uh, jujubes, handmade dip raisins, chocolate dip raisins, that kind of stuff. And with your best Hollywood friends. Uh, Gloria was a hoot, and we had a lot of fun laughing at this movie. It wasn't cammy at all i don't even know if if brandon you got the version that we saw no obviously i didn't
2: i got like a cammed version someone recorded it off their camcorder and just sold a bootleg version of me well it must have been the premiere did you see me in it yelling at i mean i saw that gloria explosion you were talking about how could you miss that i mean no i couldn't see you but
0: um i guess if you get a couple cocktails on her she has no problem showing her ass to the entire To the entire production team. Anyway, uh, the movie itself, I think it's a great idea. And I think we all need to revisit it because I I don't really remember a whole lot from it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I can't can't watch that film anymore. Three times was too many. Like I said, I kept waking up. I wasn't sure what was real, what was not it. Uh, Yeah. So for me, I, I didn't really get a gauge of what the actual film was. I remember the library, I remember a couple, there was a sex fantasy, I remember the old lady dreaming about her cruise or whatever, and then I just remember a lot of people bleeding out of a lot of you know their eyes and their ears, and very not a good thing to see when you're very sick. So uh, this film, maybe uh, if you need to see it at a premiere, you, you missed it, and it's unwatchable now.
0: Yeah, let's talk about that sex fantasy. That is a real gross out. Super gross out. I, Yeah, I don't need to talk about it. (laughs) I think Actually, I think maybe you're right. I think uh, maybe our listeners can kind of imagine what happens if your fantasy uh, is a sex one and the more you enjoy it, the more you plead. So, yikes.
2: (laughs) Well, on that note, are you guys ready to review this film?
1: Yes, please. Please, I give this a one, the tiniest one I can give it. Stay away from this movie, especially if you're sick, especially if you've got whatever the hell I had, one point.
0: Alex got over his sickness. He's fine. Uh, Although our ratings stick where they land. Alex gave it a 1. I'm sure he meant 2 if he was in a better state. 2 from me. Gloria O'Toole's hilarious. The movie is um, a real easy, quick watch when you're watching it with friends. And um, yeah, just um, have the best time watching this movie,
2: too. Yeah, I'm going to give this one point. I mean, it seems like if you didn't go to the premiere, you didn't see the right movie. I mean, oddly enough, I enjoyed the film. I saw. I thought it was kind of abstract and maybe like this subjective point of view film on these like cheesy kind of horror movies, uh, you know, interspliced with like this real life kind of like drunk lady freaking out. Uh, maybe it was like meant to represent us as the audience. Uh, but and then then to only find out it was like a normal movie uh i don't know one point for me
0: right on that six points that yes. puts us over 20 points well over 20 points on this one. Booyah. uh yeah so let's score it up let's give those final costume
1: ideas to our listeners and call it a day all right well i only got one left since i only gave it one point uh mine is gonna be uh, you can be the actress anna Duran and her role in the th- film roach so i think you could just staple or not staple tape some antennas to your head you could use a stick for that and you'd be a perfect roach that sounds easy
2: uh brandon you got any left uh no you take take the lead amber just got home hold on one sec all right we're gonna take a break for amber
0: while i introduce my ideas um this is a real simple one It's the, it's the mummy from mummies. The mummy? The mummy from the mummy. When he turns into the desert and all those flies fly out of his mouth. I was thinking you could just put flies in your mouth, just have, I don't know, this might be crazy, but you just put some flies in your mouth and then the real payoff is when you open your mouth to talk to people, flies come out. You can only just put one in there and it still have a pretty powerful effect. This is, that's a scarier idea. Um, and then the other, so that's the mummy from the mummy and this other one is another kind of surprise mouth idea where you put the crinkle snake from the peanut prank, you put that in your mouth and the real payoff is when you open your mouth to talk that fake prank snake flies out.
2: Love that idea, I might try that next
0: time. And those are portable too, I mean you just stick that in your pocket and
2: you're good to go. Right. I can't promise we're going to do this again next year, but you can always revisit this podcast next year if you don't have any ideas. These are something you can revisit. You know, holidays like this come every year.
0: Oh, sorry about that. And then um, any of these ideas, you can just stick in a box, stick in the closet, and you have it preloaded, ready to go, cheap, and two years same costume. <laughs> Who gives a shit? You know,
2: use the same one twice. Let me toss you two so we can get out of here. I'm going to tell you uh, Dragon Trainer. I like this one a lot. You wear like your workout outfit as if you go to the gym. And then you rub char the black stuff from your oven all over your uh, face.
0: Um, <laughs> you could also, yeah, because I mean you've been working with dragons all day.
2: Yeah, right? You're tired. You could have a catchphrase. Uh, this dragon hates running out, working out, or running on the treadmill, or lifting weights. Whatever you want this dragon hates dumbbells dude let me tell you we got Moesha you could dress vaguely like Moesha the good thing about that is no one remembers what Moesha looks like so they'll pretty much believe you if you're just are pretty confident with your uh, hey I'm Moesha remember from the show have... Moesha
0: I think you have to have braids and you have to
2: flick your hair with your hand those are all super basic things so. it's really all I remember and I might be wrong is there a show called Moesha is this mandala effect
0: yeah uh, she was a show and a singer
2: Moesha Moesha, um,
1: Moesha everybody Moesha. loves Raven
2: everybody loves Raven that's my favorite you're right that's and that's so Raymond <laughs> that's so Raymond
1: <laughs> alright let's get All out right, of here that's enough let get what out here what movies are we going to review next week Join us next week. We're going to be reviewing Ducks, 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 Oceanside, Up in Vapor, Runny, Groove Control, and Corporate Punishment. Thanks for listening. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Bye. Thanks for everything.
0: Patreon, Fives on iTunes, and we'll see you next week.
2: Happy holidays. Stay spooky. Stay spooky. Cool. Let's stop recording. All right. On three, clap and start recording. Okay, count backwards from three and then clap twice. All
1: right, (laughs) stopping on one, two. two, three, stopping.
2: One. Okay, we're good.